Welcome back, you guys, to the All Things Reality TV podcast. Finally, it is Big Brother season. You know, we have been waiting for so long, so much speculation back and forth. Um, and finally, me and Champagne are here with the official cast list, with the premiere date, with all the rules, with this twist, and we are here to give you all of it. Yes, we have all the information, and I think it's about time. I mean, <laughs> the challenge went on for a long period of time, but I think we've been quite bored for these past, what, two months now? Mm-hmm. We need some BB. And honestly, I don't think anything could be as worse as BB-22 or BB-21. So the bar is very low and the bar is so low. the bar is so there low. is a much better cast and I am super excited to finally have something to watch on my TV screen three days a week. I am so excited and this time I have a much better community to talk to. Like beforehand, I didn't really know the cast, so now I have a much better community to talk to and I am so looking forward. This is just going to be the hype of the summer. And I mean, in the past, as you just said, like they sucked. Like BB21, BB22 were horrible. 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 I remember I was watching it like at school and my roommates had no idea like what Big Brother was, and I was like, guys, like, I promise this show is not this terrible. And they thought it was good. You just don't even want to recommend it at I know, that point. Like, so when you're bad. watching those seasons, you don't want to recommend it, because you're like, this is a terrible representation. But the cast looks so much better than BB21 looked. So diverse, so many new people. And actually, I don't know if you guys ever saw BB Over the Top. Did you ever see that champagne? Yes, yes, I loved BB Over the Top. So actually, the person who was in charge of that casting is the guy who was this casting director for this season. So... Yep. If it's anything like that season, that season was really good in my opinion. And that was like a... I think so too. And if you're a Big Brother fan and you don't know what that is, it's on Paramount Plus, so go check that out. It was really good. Um, but so the rules, so there's a little bit of a twist this season. So before we get into the cast, we're just going to go over what we know so far about the format. So it's going to be beach casino theme, um, beach vibes, you know, summer vibes. They said everyone wanted a vacation. Um, four teams of four for four weeks. So on the very first night on the live premiere that they're going to have, they're going to have... You're going to compete for the the four team captains, and then those people are going to pick their teams. So if an HOH wins, then their whole team is safe. Um, And then another twist that they're going to have is a double or nothing offer for the HOH. So it's, we don't really know what that means, really mysterious. And then there's going to be an additional safety competition for the other teams. So half of the teams are going to be safe. One HOH team is going to be safe. One um, safety comp team is going to be safe. And then only half of the house is going to be eligible for eviction each week. I kind of like that in a way because I feel like it really evens out the playing field um, mm-hmm. just to not, you know, have this huge majority alliance and then attack, you know, the other side of the house or attack a couple misfits, uh, people who don't really fit in. So I feel like it does even the playing field out just a little bit. Um, I love the casino theme. I love the double or nothing. Not even sure what that means, but that's amazing. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the four teams of four. We saw that in BB 18. Wasn't a huge fan, but that kind of forces you to get to know people and to communicate yeah. where you might not get to communicate with these people any other time. So I feel like it does force friendships, relationships. We'll see how mm-hmm. it all goes down. I think that was the reason that they did this. I feel like because the past few seasons, it was just a huge majority alliance that just like barreled their way through everyone. So I feel like that's probably why the producers are doing something like this because it was so boring. Like these last two Horrible. seasons were so boring because it was just like one big alliance takes out all of the minorities. And then once it's just all the white people left, yep. they take each other out to the end. That's literally yep. exactly how the last two seasons played out because there was such a lack of diversity and it was just 
just horrible to watch. But it seems like they've finally taken some feedback from the fans. Yeah, it might not be the best thing to have four teams of four like this, but it's only going to last for the first four evictions. And that I think it's really going to be a good way to keep uh, the underdog safe. So it's going to give us more people to cheer for, hopefully take out some of the big annoying people that there always is um, that usually run their way through the jury. So hopefully we get to see that. Um, I guess we can get started. Our very first person is Alyssa Lopez. She's 24 from Florida, and she is a swimwear designer. She owns her own swimwear line I saw on the Instagram story. She is gorgeous. She looks cool. She is I mean, gorgeous. she's a weightlifter. She, all the boys are gonna yeah, love her. I can already tell. Yeah, for sure. I could see her getting into a into a showman's potentially. But I mean, based off of her, she's a weightlifter, which a lot of girls don't really lift. I mean, that's probably a stereotype, but I just know in general, most of the girls that I know that are around my age, and I'm pretty close to 24-ish, don't really weightlift. They like there's a stigma around it. But the right. fact that I know Champagne weightlifts, she she throws up 2.5s. <laughs> but <Stop. laughs> no, that's so far from the truth. Oh my god. <laughs> but the fact that this girl does weightlift, it shows that she's gonna be able to really hold her own because a lot of the challenges are calisthenics based, like holding onto a wall or stuff like that. So I think that it'll really benefit her. Um, her favorite duo is Jess and Cody. I know me and Champagne really have different on this. I love Jess and Cody. Um, so I think that... She- See, here's the thing. Here's the thing what she said. She said she liked Jessica as my all-time favorite player because she played her own game and not Paul's mm-hmm. game. That, to me, shows that she's a very strong individual and yep. she's willing to make big moves. However, is she just all talk? Is she actually going to do it? Once she gets into the house... It might all change. That's the thing. Am I a fan of Jessica and Cody? Absolutely not. But I do like her reasoning behind why Jessica is her favorite. And she said that her strategy is to win the first HOH. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I, I can see why you'd want to do that. But just there's going to be at least a bunch of other people gunning for the first HOH. I know some people throw it. Right. But the fact that that's like her main strategy, it looks like. Um, I don't know how that's going to bode for her throughout the rest of the season because it can go either way where when you're the first HOH, you get all the power people coming to you as she said, which is smart. So she knows, I guess how the beginning of the game works, but I'm scared that she's probably someone who hasn't seen very many seasons, but I mean, she knows about season 11. She talked about how when Jeff uses his power to put Jesse and Natalie on the block. So she knows about that. Um, so I mean this, she gives me vibes of someone who wants to pull off really big power moves. That's what I'm getting from her. She wants to go for the first HOH. She wants to use, she loves people using special powers to backdoor people. She loved Jess and Cody who were all about their own game and not going with the crowd. So I think that she's going to be a really strong competitor and I'm really looking forward to her playing. I think she's also going to go very far. I think the strategy of winning the first HOH is very smart because then that's how you create the alliances. Mm -hmm. That's how you, you literally have people clawing at you saying, I will protect you. Just please protect me. Because no one wants to go home first. Exactly. That's a given. So I think that's very smart. She wants to win the first HOH. A lot of people throw it um, because they don't want to seem this like competition beast. But I think that's actually a great strategy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, once you get into the house, that might all change. But I think Alyssa is going to go very far. She is very gorgeous. Uh, if she's single, I think that she could definitely get in a showman. I don't know if that's going to hurt or help her. All right, moving forward, our second person, Aza. She is, I'm probably saying that so wrong, Aza. Aza? She's 30 years old from Baltimore, Maryland. She's the director of sales operations. I'm getting really good vibes from this girl. I love her, like already, like just looking at her photo, Mm -hmm. I love her. Yeah, and some facts about her, um, she is an avid traveler. I love traveling as well. Three adjectives that describe her are charismatic, crafty, and clumsy. Um, she does not like showmances, and I love that because I think showmances 
do in a way jeopardize your position in the game. We've seen it many, many times, and it really hasn't happened since BB21 that a showmance has made it to the final two. Um, I think she's a BB fan. She talks about seasons as far as BB4, mm-hmm. which no other house guest has talked about. She talks about Jun and Allison being loyal to each other. Um, she says her favorite moment is the Keisha's birthday. Iconic. How can you not? Uh, she must love the drama. And her strategy is to spot out the power players early and divide them one by one. So the fact that she can't stand showmances and that she wants to find a duo to go to the end with that's not an alliance shows me, or that's not a, a showmance, shows me that she knows how to win this game. That is usually like the most successful way to get to the end. In a lot of seasons, you saw BB22, it was like that, BB20, BB20, BB21, um, just all, so many, BB16, of course, all of BB10. All these people have really strong duos that they go to the end with. So I think that's really smart of her. My only fear for her, and also she loves Keisha's birthday, as you said, uh, love her for that. <laughs> but then she's, the fact that she wants to go for the, the power players and divide them and annihilate them early scares me. I think I love that about her. I think it'll be super entertaining as a fan. But I, it scares me that she wants to go for these people super early because usually you try to go for the weaker players early. Right. So that... So that you don't have vendettas with the strong people that become HOH. So I think she's someone who she's, I think she's really going to be just like the season theme, double or nothing, all or nothing. She's either going to go all the way to the end or go out pre-jury because she's going to cause a vendetta early on, or she's going to get a really strong duo or make it to the end. So that's why I like her. But she says something very interesting. She wants every house guest to feel like they have me in their pocket. They Mm -hmm. can trust her. They can let their guard down with her. And I think that's, a testimony to how powerful her social game is. Yep. So we'll see the social game play a factor in here. Um, Competition-wise, not really sure where she stands. But um, I think it'll be interesting, and I think she could possibly go very far. The fact that she wants to have... she's gonna. I think it seems like she's going to play dumb a little bit. So she wants every house guest to feel like they have me in their pocket. So she's really going to lay low, but at the same time be making those connections, which I think is a really powerful strategy to go far in, in Big Brother. Absolutely, but I need to talk about this next house guest because what are the odds? What are the chances? What? This guy's name is Brent Champagne. (laughs) What are the odds? And apparently, supposedly, from another article I read, he goes by the he just goes by Champagne. I was like, are you kidding me? He took your brand. I was. Are you kidding me? Like, first of all, what are the odds? Second of all, if I ever got in Big Brother, I would have to compete with this guy named Champagne. Like, what? Like, you better hope it goes home early. (laughs) I thought that's what was so unique about me is my name. And now we got this another kid named Brent Champagne. Oh my God. Anyway, he is a, he is 28 years old. He is from Rhode Island, which I find very interesting. Um, A flight attendant. Um, He talked about being a former D1 collegiate athlete. So, you know, his physical game's got to be there. Um, He describes himself as adventurous, passionate, and confident. That that comes off Mm -hmm. as very kind of cocky to me. Or he just has a lot of confidence in himself. Uh, Yeah, his favorite duo is Tyler and Angela, and he put hashtag showmance goals in his bio. I... Yeah, and then he says his favorite (laughs) past moment is watching people get backdoored. I don't understand how that's your favorite moment. Like, I love a good black stab. I love a good blindside. I love a good backdoor but, I feel like that's what he's going for. He or he likes the backstabs. Yeah, but everybody else said a specific moment. I don't think this guy watches Big Brother personally. I don't I think, think so he, either. 
he, he can't name a specific moment, and then his fa- his strategy for winning the game is being athletic. This ain't the challenge, <laughs> all right? Like this is literally like so. I I think that this guy is gonna be a big floater. He's gonna. I think I'm scared he's gonna get into like a big alliance. Like he'll be recruited for a big alliance because he doesn't seem like he knows the game very well. I don't see him winning. No chance that this guy wins, in my opinion. He seems very naive. He talks about having a very good social game, but I feel like everyone talks about that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everyone is always saying, oh, I'm going to depend on my social game. So we'll see if he just talks the talks or if he walks the walks. Yep. So next up is Brittany. Um, She's from Niagara Falls, New York, and she's a future kindergarten teacher. Um, She got a 4.0. She was a valedictorian of her college uh, at Niagara University. Um, so very smart girl. She's also a fourth degree black belt. Very, very impressive. Um, she also danced for 19 years. Um, I watched her TikTok and she seems like she's like a fun dance, like dance vibes. Like yes. that's her vibe that she gives off. She seems off. like very like body positivity or just like positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, girl power. Totally. I love her vibe. When they asked for her favorite duo, she said Derek and Cody, Tyler, Angela, Tyler, Casey, Davon and Bailey. That's how I know I like her. The fact that she likes Davon and Bailey yes. and Paul and Victor. Mm, yes. I don't know how I feel about that. But but this girl is a fan of the game. She knows Big Brother. If she can list off all these favorite duos, you know she knows the game and she's a fan. And, which is a big plus in my book. Exactly. And the fact that when she was asked what her favorite past moment was, she talked about in BB14 when Dan scammed Danielle into using the veto on him and then Dan backstabbed Shane shows me that she is going to be a player. She's not like the last uh-huh. guy who just wants to backdoor people. She named one of the most iconic backdoors. That So I think she will be able to play a really strong game. Hopefully she understands the game. Um, but then it goes to her strategy, and her strategy is never forgetting who she is as an individual, <laughs> which really concerns me because it looks like she's going to be one of those people who is all about integrity and not like wanting to right. lie so that doesn't really get you very far in big brother so i don't i think she's gonna be a big pawn kind of person gonna be put up a yes, lot yes absolutely um i think she's giving me vibes of someone who is a pawn a lot pre-jury and then is voted out like yes first or second jury member don't get me wrong i love her i think she's so cute i love her vibe she has a, she actually has a social media presence on tiktok so um good for her but you know she's gonna have a lot of fans, but I just don't see her going very far. I think she talks about having a fourth degree black belt, but then you have all these other athletes in there, and I don't know if she is going to compete as well as these other athletes. Uh, I think she's gonna have a strong social game, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. And the fact that her fun fact was that she won the Niagara Medal and she was voted by her senior class at her college for representing them and she was a valedictorian 4.0 gpa across two degrees it seemed like very braggy in my opinion i don't yes. want to hate on this girl she had a very impressive it, resume but the fact that she lists that off as her fun fact when everyone else is just like oh i went traveling or i i mean so that concerns me that she might come off as um a little bit because i mean people are scared of people like that so if right. she's if she is about that in the game it it could really hurt her um Moving on to our next person, Christy. She's 27 from Philadelphia. All right, you guys. Actually, late here um, in post-production. Um, so we recorded this on Friday. And on Sunday, right now when I'm talking to you, Christy was cut. 
Christy has been replaced. Christy tested positive for COVID-19, um, and she's being replaced by Claire. So I don't have much info on her. Um, they don't have a full bio like they did for everybody else, but all we know right now, Claire is 25 years old, and she's an engineer from Ohio. And she apparently is a super fan of Big Brother and Survivor, and I know she ran a BB22 fan page on Twitter, so I support her. Uh, I know I said Hannah's my winner pick, but I wouldn't be surprised if Claire takes this one home. I am a hardcore stand of Claire, so back to the episode. Next up, we have Derek Frazier. He's also from Philadelphia. He's a safety officer, so cop, um, I think, <laughs> or like a security guard maybe. Right. Um, he <laughs> is very brief in his descriptions. He he's he is a lifter. He went to military boarding school. He went viral on TikTok. His favorite duo is Derek and Cody. His favorite moment is when Dick burned Jem with his cigarette. But his strategy is to get to know everyone personally so they never put him on the block. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a very good strategy. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not getting very good vibes. He talks about getting to know everyone very personally. I don't know. He seems like a very big, tough guy, like a NFL guy. I think he's going to intimidate a lot of people. Therefore, I don't know if he's going to make those personal one-on-one connections. Um, who knows, though? I think even if he's able to make those connections, it doesn't seem like he has a strategy right. behind those connections. Like, it sounds like, this sounds like a, like a floater. Like, this sounds like someone who's going to be right in the middle of the house and is just not going to do very much because he just, his only strategy is to know people personally and so they don't put him on the block. Right. It doesn't seem like he's going to be very tactical in his approach or be able to be a big strategist, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Physically, I think he can do good in competitions that revolve, like, brute strength. But endurance-wise, he's going to be the first one to fall. Like, there's no doubt yeah. in my mind. All right, next we have Derek Zhao. He's 24 from Baltimore, Maryland, and he's a startup founder. That's really cool, in my opinion. I think that shows he's tenacious, uh, is really mm-hmm. going to go for it. So <laughs> I, I really like that about him. He talks about starting a company that ships meal kits by food influencers across the U.S. Ooh, okay, hit me up. I can review your uh, meal kit. Yeah. <laughs> But um, he talks about being funny, logical, and thoughtful. He talks about his favorite duo is Dr. Will and Mike Boogie. His favorite moment is Dan's funeral. And his strategy is to build relationships with everyone um, and turn those relationships into alliances. I think he is probably more of a strategic person. I don't think of him as a huge physical threat. I think his social game, I feel like he's very funny. What scares me about him is that people might put him up early because he they he doesn't look very intimidating, so he might be like an easy person to put on the block early and go home early. Right, easy pawn. Yeah, so it depends on how he plays the early game, but I, I don't think, I think he might go home pre-jury. It looks like it's scaring me a little. I think he's definitely relying on his social game to get him far. I don't know. He's He's got the glasses. He's got the look for it. Who knows? Maybe he's very strategic. Yeah, so so next up we have Frenchie. He's 34 from Tennessee. He's a farmer. Um, what, he's a proud member of the NAACP, which is cool. He's from the military. So what scares me about that is the when you're in the military, it's really hard to make connections after with civilians, as they call us. Like my friend is in the Marines. And once she went to the Marines, she came back and she talks about how different it feels, how you feel just like separated from other people. So it depends how long it's been since he's been in the, in the military, but that really, I think, could potentially hurt him. So, I mean, I don't really know much about him. Apparently, he was very problematic and was very disrespectful against women on social media, I heard somewhere. But I don't want to spread misinformation. I just read that in the comments somewhere. Misinformation spreads fast, so that's just what I heard. I don't know. He says Dan's funeral was, was iconic, so that's legendary. I mean, yeah, so he knows that, but I feel like that's also a pretty well-known thing, but I mean... 
That's also really good that he knows that. Well, he knows about Brittany Haynes and Rachel's hair extensions from BB-12. So he definitely seems like he knows more than just the generic legendary stuff. I mean, he does talk about On My Daughter's Birthday by Rockstar. Love that moment. I know. He gives me very um, Enzo vibes. So who knows? Mm. Maybe he's going to have a very good social game. He's going to be very funny. He does seem like one of the older house guests at 34. But yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very 50-50. I agree. I completely agree. All right, moving on to Christian. He's 23 from Connecticut. He's a general contractor assistant. Let's see. His pupils are two different sizes. Cool, I guess. Fun fact. He's only ever had one girlfriend, so I guess we can rule out him being in a showman's because- Oh, right. And then he says he's charming. (laughs) His favorite duo is Zach and Frankie. Cool. I mean, that shows he has taste. I wasn't really a fan of Frankie, though. I like Zach more so than Frankie. He also likes Jeff using the coup d'etat to backdoor Jesse. Mm-hmm. I, I like that he likes big moves using big powers. I think that shows a good sign for him. But then when asked about his strategy, he says it's ultimately to be himself, just like other people have said. Seems very basic, very bland, and that scares me for how well he'll do in the game because I don't think he'll be able to pull off big strategic moves yes. if that's his thing you know right it does not infer to me that he has any master plans just being yourself i don't think that that will get you very far in the game yes you might have a wonderful outstanding personality but you need something more because everyone else is going to try to play that game as well so i don't really know about this guy i think he could go home very early all right, next up we got Hannah. She's 21, so one of the youngest people in the game. Chicago, Illinois. I said I love her. Off the bat, I love her. I love her too. She has the biggest bio about what her strategy is for winning the game. Like, everybody was like, this, oh, I'm going to be myself. No, she knows what she wants to do. She's going to start out cultivating relationships. She's very strategic. And her three words to describe her were calculated, composed, and versatile. Really good adjectives. Yes, 100%. Not just like funny or relatable or whatever. Like, she is here to win. She's cultivating personal relationships with everyone in the game is her is her winning strategy she wants to learn about everyone's strengths and weaknesses and exploit their weaknesses to her benefit and use the strengths to her benefit as well and she wants to use um any competition she wins as an opportunity to set herself up for the future so this shows me she's a really forward thinker yes and she wants to win like by the strategy that's all i really need to know about her by the fact that she has this in-depth strategy you can say your favorite past moments everyone has their favorite past moments and she also loves davon and bailey yes a huge so yes huge plus so i think this girl is gonna have that personality she's gonna have the tactility i guess the proper word to really go far i'm rooting for this girl yeah and she also says in her favorite moments she loves a good blind side she loves bailey and davon I see nothing but good. I think she's going to go very, very far in the game. If she physically, I don't think she's going to be a physical competition beast, but I think strategically and socially, I think that she can go very far. She could be another Vanessa. I I definitely could see her being Vanessa. She said Vanessa blindsiding Austin and watching him walk out barefoot was one of her favorite moments. As she should. And so I think that really shows that she is going to be there to play, which I really love. All right, next up, we got Kylan Young. He's 29, going to be 30 on July 13th, so he's going to have his birthday in the house, unless he gets evicted on night one. (laughs) He's an account executive. He seems to be a movie geek, which is kind of cool, I guess. His favorite duo is the Hitmen, so that's Derek and Cody from BB-16, which, I mean, I I appreciate that, but I feel like they're kind of, that's kind of an oversaid thing. I feel like that has been said a million times in this 
so, it's a little too generic, a little too basic. It was just Derek, basically. So when someone tells me that their favorite duo is the Hitmen, it seems like they just want to either... They're very loyal, though, because Derek would not have gotten to the end if it wasn't for Cody picking him. True. That's true. That is very true. He loved Tyler's duos in that season, so it shows that he's into playing both sides. So and his favorite thing, another, another person saying their favorite moment is Dan's funeral, but he acknowledges that it's a cliche answer. So I think that's a good sign, in my opinion, that he says that he knows all of this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he might be a fan. And says his strategy is to combine subtle influence of Derek and Cody's charm, um, Dan's strategic thinking, hold back on showing how good he is at competitions. I don't know, that kind of raises a red flag for me. Kind of just be yourself, don't really be someone else. But it looks like he has an idea of what he wants to do and he has an idea of how to go about things. So that's definitely a good sign. I think this guy is definitely a fan. So that's yeah. a plus. That's a really good, really good sign. Yeah. And I agree with you. It really is concerning that he's like, I'm going to combine this person's this and this person's that. Like, th- I don't like that. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. Like when you're too busy trying to be other people, I think he's going to be too caught up. He seems like a super fan, but I think he'll be too caught up in being a super fan than thinking about the actual game itself. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, moving on next to Sarah. She's 27 from South Carolina. She's a forensic scientist, so smart girl. She had a speech impediment when she was younger. She was not able to communicate clearly until she was seven. She's crazy. But I really like to cosplay. So this girl really gives me like <laughs> nerdy vibes. Not Nothing bad against that. Just like the, that's like the archetype she's going to fall under. Um, so 100% to me, she kind of seems, and I don't want this to sound bad. She kind of seems like an outcast Yeah. looking at all the rest of the cast. And then looking at her, I don't really know who she would really mesh with. We had that other guy, what Derek, uh, Zhao, maybe he could, mm-hmm. me- she could mesh with him, but she kind of seems like an outcast to me. I don't know if she'll kind of be like detaching from social interactions. I don't think physically she's going to be super strong mentally or when yeah. it comes to puzzles, when it comes to smart things, she's going to absolutely kill it. But socially, I don't think she's going to be there. And physically, I don't think she really stands a chance. So to me, I think she could be one to go within the first couple of weeks. I bet I can already see it now, a montage of her crying about how she feels so like an outcast. Yes, and yes. She feels like she has no hope. I feel like I can already see like one of those like montages <laughs> of her in the DR crying about that. Her strategy is yeah. to float, <laughs> which that is like so... It's so like looked down upon to just float through the game. There have been some really good floaters in the past who like laid low and then took their shot. I mean, I don't really like Nicole. I wouldn't call her a really good floater, but (laughs) there have been really good, like June from season three of Big Brother. She was like probably Mm -hmm. like, she's the one who invented the strategy of floating, but it's only if it's done properly. You know what I mean? So the fact that she says she wants to float, people who use floating as a proper strategy don't call it floating. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think that she says specifically she wants to be a floater and she already gives off like not like the most social vibes. She looks like completely fine and normal, but just like she's like not. Oh, yeah. She's just not into but... like mainstream things that other people might be. Right. Like she said, she's never seen Dexter Breaking Bad. That was like her fun fact. I don't really get why that's a fun fact, but she's never. Or she talks about cosplay. Like I feel like. I'm looking at the other house guests. I don't really think that they're into cosplay. I don't think she has, like, many connections with other people. Yeah. And sorts of, like, things you have in common. And the fact that she wants to float combined with that really concerns me. Like, for example, Enzo last season was a floater, but I kind of respected his floating game. Like, he did it really well. Because he had a good social game. And he was able to keep himself off the block. 
But if you have a weak social game and you put on being a floater, I, I don't see you winning. Right. I don't, I don't see her making it to the jury. I feel like she'll be a really early boot. I feel really bad saying that, but that's my prediction. And then next we have Tiffany, and I'm so excited about this because she is from Detroit, Michigan, which if you don't know, I'm from the Burbs. Oh, your hometown. I'm from the Burbs of Detroit. And one of her fun facts is she loves horoscopes. And guys, I cannot tell you how much that is an advantage and a lot of people don't believe in it and I'm gonna be honest I don't think you believe in it late and that is fine just be ignorant like that I'm just kidding don't <laughs> well, educate I mean, yourself I, I, I just <laughs> it's no I mean my friends are really into it I actually I don't know if you guys know the story one time I was able to like I scammed someone into giving me their info to log into their like Naviance oh account using horoscopes and, and, oh, and my astronomy gosh. so I like how I can manipulate people <laughs> using astronomy no but, but or astrology you know horoscopes and you know astrology that is very key because i was thinking about using it as a please stra- champagne no, like up. that has anything to do with big yes, brother shut up your horoscopes are who you are as a person and when no, the stars you, align no. no you got a sun a moon and a rising you're not just oh my god yes no i completely i disagree with you 100 percent. i think that's gonna play to her okay. advantage she says her favorite duo is cody and Derek um because they were loyal to each other and then her favorite BB moment is when Dan Giesling did the whole eulogy about his funeral. That was hilarious. And her strategy. So the thing that worries me about her, I watched Big Brother's like story about her on Insta- like Instagram stories. She said she's a CEO and it's she, like one of her negative attributes is that she's demanding. So what really scares me, she's a little bit older. She's 40 years old. She's a CEO. She's used to being in charge. Someone who was just like this was on Survivor Season 37, if you guys have seen that, Natalie Cole. She was a CEO. She was someone who was used to being in charge. And what really scares me for Tiffany, because I love her. I love someone who's in charge and can can demand attention. However, I don't know what exactly what she's like socially, depending on how she is socially. Natalie on Survivor, David vs. Goliath, was not able to adapt socially, and everyone was, was annoyed with her the whole time. So... If Tiffany is like demanding and is like her negative attribute, she said that really concerns me. I think that she could go home because of that. That could be her her falling, like her her fatal flaw. I don't know because her strategy says for winning the game is to learn as much as she can about everyone and keep her mouth shut. I'm not sure if that's going to be a benefit or a that's going to go against her keeping her mouth shut because in a way spreading information can benefit your game but it also can not benefit your game well at the same time people can talk all they want but the fact that she said in her instagram thing that she's demanding like that's like her negative attribute i'm a pretty demanding person myself and i probably would say i would want to keep my mouth shut going into big brother but no damn way am i actually going to keep my mouth shut like you can say you want to do that but I don't know if it's going to actually play out for her, if that makes sense. Right. Now I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, Google what her horoscope is because shut I have an up, idea. Shut up, Champagne. Lady, you're just a hater, and you don't want to educate. I'm not a hater, but, like, what does that have to do with this cast analysis? That's fine. No, you just don't want to educate yourself, and that's fine. What does that have to do with this cast analysis right now, Champagne? Because if you know <laughs> astrology, you can get to know other people through their horoscopes and how they okay. act. Okay. Yes. Okay, anyway, Don't cancel me for this, our listeners, for being a hater. I will cancel but... you on it. All right, whatever. Moving We're on. in a fight right now. I just want to end this episode. Like, <laughs> frenemies, it's over. We need to finish it. <laughs> Kidding, you guys. That's not going to happen. We'll move on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm trying if you find to, a, if, but I can't If find Champagne it. finds a horoscope, we'll go back to it. But moving on, I'll, I'll start going through this, this next person, and then while Champagne looks. Our next person is Travis. He's 22 from Austin, Texas. He's a tech sales consultant. 
He gained 40 pounds in one summer, so it looks like it's muscle mass. Right. Um, based on how he looks. He started multiple businesses since high school and has been sued by multiple massive titans of the industry. Stop it right now. She's a Leo. I knew it for a fact that she was a fire sign. Shut up. I'm, I knew it. I don't it. even want to talk about it. She's a Leo. I, I knew it. I no, even... I knew it. <laughs> oh She's God. a fire sign. That is literally... Oh my god, she literally talks about being, what did you say, controlling? Yeah. That is such a Leo thing. I knew she was a fire sign. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Okay, back to Travis. Sorry to shut you down like that. I just, I don't get it. I just don't get astrology, sorry. (laughs) Um, Moving on to Travis. I don't like this guy. He he pisses me off. His favorite move ever in the past was Brett making a last-ditch effort to stay on the show when he lied on the block and said Rockstar was going to flip. I mean, I like what happened after that. I love, like, on my the daughter's birthday, moment, who right. doesn't? But the fact that he is on Team Brett and not Team Rockstar is really concerning to me. He <laughs> looks like Brett. He is, acts like Brett. He was on, like, Barstool. There was a video of him on Barstool talking about, like, how he loves hot mamas. Or, like, he was, like... <gasps> I don't like this guy. I think he's going to get into a big, a big alliance and he's going to make it to like eighth or seventh place. <laughs> Try to control a game. I don't even think he's going to do that. I think he's just going to be like an asshole. Yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of getting like Jack vibes from BB21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, n- nothing. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. I don't want to talk anymore about that. Whitney. This girl is so cute, by the way. She is a Yeah, she's from Portland, Oregon. Makeup artist. Her company was named for the best in Oregon for three years after she started. She's an excellent matchmaker. Ooh. So I could see her playing that role. I think someone who says they're an excellent matchmaker, that could really come in handy. I know that's talking about relationships, but if that's like what she does in her- every- Alliances. Oh, exactly. Oh, we're on the same page, Champagne. Alliances. But if you're on the same page, <laughs> then you're going like, to- If like if you're a matchmaker IRL, then you're going to be able to matchmake you're gonna be able to match make alliances <laughs> you really said IRL. i really did say irl irl champagne um but <laughs> i think that it's as you said alliances she hopefully will be able to form alliances like that that would be awesome her favorite past moment ever was Derek's gameplay um okay <laughs> and then <laughs> i feel like they probably just showed this cast bb16 in sequester because they all are just talking about probably that, that like I, I bet you that's what it is because like they probably did show it in sequester like that's the only way i can explain this because that's all like <laughs> hitman 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 Derek, hitman Derek. like that's all i hear yes but the thing i found so interesting about her winning game strategy is she said each season and cast is so different, it makes it hard for you to go in with an exact game plan. You really need to get to know the other house guests to know what will, what will work. I think that is so genius because you might have a set, this is what I'm going to do when I enter the house, but that could all change in a spur of the moment because there are twists. There are now different people you have to communicate with, and she gets that. She gets that She's just going to have to feel it out, feel what everyone's thinking, and just kind of go on the flow. I, I like yeah. that. I like what she said. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that because I feel like every interview I've seen from former like Big Brother or Survivor players, they always talk about how they go in with the strategy and then it just goes out the window because right. everyone is so different. You exactly. never know who... Like when I watch Big Brother, I can be like, oh, this is, an, this is a strategy I would have with BB20 cast or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can't predict the bb23 cast until you're in there with them so that's a really good point champagne i think that that will really help her game for sure okay moving on to xavier he's 27 from kalamazoo michigan is that near where you live champagne you live in michigan right oh my gosh 
I am so excited for Xavier. First of all, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yes, I've definitely been there. And his current city is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Are you kidding? I'm a Wisconsinite. I'm born. I was born in Wisconsin. So he's got <laughs> so he's got my two favorite states. Are you kidding me? Michigan and then Wisconsin. I'm totally rooting for this guy. He is an attorney. Also, fun fact, he's a Taurus, which I know he is very smart but very stubborn oh at the same time. He talks about having ten siblings, so obviously he's knows a lot about how to communicate with people. Look, once again, his favorite duo ever is the Hitmen. Can people get over it? What it? He says Chilltown too. Chilltown too. Cool, right? And he says Rip, so yeah, he, he knows about the from, drama. From... He knows about the drama. I think we should do an episode <laughs> exactly. about that champagne, by the way. I think we, that should be one of our <gasps> next should. episodes. So, yes. Sorry, yes. guys, but that's a good idea that I just came up with. But... So, I mean, he knows these really iconic duos. And he talks about Brittany Haynes' goodbye message to Boogie after the eviction. I mean, obviously that's an iconic moment, but no one else has yeah. mentioned that. And then Danielle Rea's impression of her BB3 house guest. We're going back to BB3. So I think he's definitely a fan. He knows the game, and I'm really excited yeah, for him. Yeah, I completely agree. And But it says his strategy is he talks about competition first and how he would only want to win when he has to. I mean, true... But like, no, that's smart. That though. is smart, but you have to think about it. He's not looking at it from like an, like a setting him up for success kind of thing. He's looking at it from more of like a saving himself kind of thing. Like I forgot who it was I earlier in the. I think I forgot, let me pull up who it was that I, we both really liked. Hannah, who we really liked earlier on, she talked about how she wanted to use her um, her wins strategically to set herself up for the future. Whereas Xavier here only wants to do it when it can save him. So I think he's thinking too much in the moment and not like three steps ahead short term and not long exactly term. so that's a little bit concerning to me but i mean you also have to be able to play in the moment so i do appreciate that he has 10 siblings so living in a house with a lot of people is not new to him so i think that that exactly. can really help him socially for sure i think out of all the guys though i think this is probably the best contender i mean he's an attorney for sure. he's gonna be able to read people he's very smart so out of all the guys he seems like my favorite. I agree, for sure. I think all the other guys seem seem kind of dumb, not to be yes. like rude against my gender, but a lot of them a couple a couple <laughs> of like Derek seem Derek X seems really nice and really smart, but I think that right. Xavier seems like the best all around. He has that physical attribute, right. he has the mental game from being an attorney, he has that social experience living with ten siblings. So I think that he really is the most well rounded male going into this game. Do we wanna go over our winner picks? Yeah, so guys, that wrapped up our list. Let's go through who we think is going to win. I don't know. So let's, should we do each a guy and a girl? I'm doing one guy and one girl. I think we have very similar picks. I think we have the same picks, actually. What if we have the exact same picks? Okay, first. I'm going to be so mad. All right, my girl, I think no question, is Hannah. Oh my god, that's mine too. I mean, that's not even surprising to me. Because, like, she's the only one who had a really in-depth strategy she was the standard when we were talking about strategy going back yeah. to comparing people to her, even in this cast analysis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She knows how to properly get to know people. She knows the game of Big Brother. She seems like she's socially aware. I think overall, I think she's going to... I want her to win. She, that She's who I'm rooting That's for. That's my number one girl pick. 100%. And who's your number one guy? Uh, Xavier. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, this kid is going to steal my winner picks. And we have the exact same ones. Yeah, me and Champagne purposely didn't tell each other our winner picks ahead of time, but of course this happens. Like, right, 
Right. Okay, how about we throw a wrench into things? Who is your first boot pick? I am going to say that idiot Travis, or I'm going to say Sarah, the the one that likes... Um, I was thinking Sarah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Travis for a guy, or probably Sarah, just because I think that she's going to be an outcast, and I think that's... I don't think Travis goes home first. I don't know. There's I don't I don't see him going He's home first, He's just so dumb. Personally. He's so dumb. I don't know. Yeah, but I think someone's going to use him. I think it's either going to be Derek. Derek F. Derek F. Yes, Derek F. I don't I see Derek, Derek F going long at all. I think either Derek F... Or, Sarah. um, or Sarah for sure. That we we went into depth already. Just because if they don't want any blood on their hands, they're just gonna put those yeah. two up. They don't want any blood. I think Derek like, has okay. The, the two Derek people. has a better chance of staying longer than Sarah for sure. I think he, he I could d- definitely be more socially like available, but I think Sarah is in for a lot of trouble going into it. Just like, just like naturally for this her natural strengths against the game's natural strengths. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree, but we'll all see because there's going to be four teams of yeah, four. Yeah, who knows? So she it could be safe. Be very even picked. Exactly. Exactly. You never know. These are just our predictions based off their cast analysis, like based off of um, CBS's cast website. So once again, me and Champagne have not even ever gone on this show. We would love to one day, but we don't know what it's really like inside that house. We don't know what it's actually like. Mm-mm. So respect to all of these people for going on this show, achieving me and Champagne's dreams. Um, so anything negative or positive we said about these people is totally subjective and all these people seem really awesome generally. I don't want anyone to think anything we said was personal. Um, I don't want to offend anyone. I think overall, all these people are going to kill it for a really good Big Brother season. I hope so. The one thing that does concern me is that the oldest house guest is 40 years old that kind of concerns me. And then the second oldest house guest is 32. So a little bit of an age kind of weary gap. And it seems like a more younger cast, more like around 27-ish. But overall, looking at the cast, so much more diversity, so much more um, like include, like including everyone. Love it. And also, there are not many models. There are not many social media people. So True. Uh, a lot of people. That's true. But I'm thinking in the fact of like, Hopefully, these people are fans and they know the game, so True. high hopes. There's definitely a couple on there. There's definitely a couple on there that don't know what's going on, but then there's also a good amount of people who do know what's going on, so yes. I appreciate that. Well, that wraps up our BB23 cast analysis. Let us know what you thought about our list, who you guys are rooting for, and who your winner pick is. And we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we've made so far, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Just don't rate us a one star. Yeah, please no more one star reviews. Um, <laughs> if you were the one who gave us a one star review, I hate you. They probably don't listen to you anymore. But <laughs> they probably don't. We love your feedback, you guys, but just not when they're one star reviews. You guys can find me on TikTok at lolathe and champagne at all things reality. If you guys have any requests or comments, shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. We have a potential collaboration coming up with another podcast, so keep, keep an eye out for that. Super exciting. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week with another episode. 